Welcome back to the Indie Basketball Podcast. Today's episode, we have Sophia and Andy from Free Range. They're a great band from Chicago. They toured with Rap Boys, among many other bands last year. And they put an album called Practice in 2023 that was amazing. Uh, so we got some some local friends doing some Bulls talk. So hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks for joining yeah thanks for having us definitely i was uh i was i was not aware you were basketball fans until you messaged me so i'm, I'm glad to know this hell yeah um yeah thank you both for joining um excited to talk a little bulls i assume you're, you're both bulls fans yes yeah awesome um well i like to start off uh talking a little music first and i guess a little tip-off question is i like to ask people what they're listening to lately mm. well we actually just were recording for like a couple weeks and i listened to like absolutely no music that whole time <laughs> <Same>. um, <laughs> but um yeah i've been trying to like remember what i like honestly just like a lot of like Graham Parsons and stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. What about you? Um, well, I just opened up my Spotify to check <laughs> my played, and the first thing <laughs> the first thing that came up was Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, uh, but I've been listening a lot to uh this Ray Price record, Nightlife. It's got some really crazy pedal steel on it it's really cool nice uh, and let's see what what else have i got going here um this band knife in the water from uh austin they're like a 90s austin band cool. and uh last month or i guess earlier this month uh recorded like a, a couple songs with our friend lefty parker at this guy from knife in the water studio so it made me check out his stuff and I've been like obsessing over it. Oh, cool. Very nice. Yeah. Some good recommendations. I got to check some of yeah. those out for sure. Lucinda Williams too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Seems like you're, you're definitely in a, a specific zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been awesome. out for a few months now. Yeah. yeah. So you said you were recording a new album. Yeah. Yeah. We did Very that awesome. in Texas. Sweet. Yeah. I feel like, 2023 you put out practice um i feel like 2023 in general was a was a pretty good year for you guys yeah uh, yeah i would say so yeah it seemed like you were touring a lot yeah um you got to do um four like four total tours um which was or five actually so yeah it was that was really cool to be able to yeah. spend most of the year doing that um and yeah nice very awesome yeah I, I was able to catch you uh with the the howdy uh acoustic duos oh, cool it was yeah that was a solid show it was really good that was really fun yeah i haven't fun. been to a a seated show like that in a while yeah <laughs> i didn't i didn't even know it was gonna be seated um i love that vibe 
Yeah, it was really sick. It was, cool. it was a good sitting, vibe. I love sitting on stage also. Yeah, <laughs> well, I feel like it's sometimes it's weird to be sitting on stage and then everyone else is standing. So right. Like when the audience kind of meets you where you are, that's nice. Yeah. And I, it seemed like that too felt like it fit because you also released the Lofts EP later in the year. I feel mm-hmm. like it fit, it kind of fit that, that vibe a little closer, right? Yeah. Solo. For solo, sure. Yeah. So you had, uh, I mean, you had practice, which was more full band, and you had loft, the loft sessions, which were more stripped down. Is there, do you like having both worlds, or do you prefer kind of doing one way or another? Um, I like I like both a lot. Yeah. I feel like it's nice. I feel like also it's it's tough to choose sometimes. Right. It's like, out of the music that I like, so much of it is like, you know, bands, and then mm-hmm. so much of it is just songwriters, like playing guitar and so it's nice to not always have to like totally choose one or the other to kind of have things from each each world existing right and it does seem to like having multiple versions of a song it's like it gives it a whole different life yeah i mean i think for even just for myself it made me feel like oh i there are things in the song that i didn't really notice before or whatever sure um cool so yeah it's nice to put a spin on things Nice. Very cool. And and the new stuff you were recording, does that feel like it's in one direction or another? Or is it something kind of a little more different? I would say it leans more into the band thing. Yeah. I mean, practice is like, you know, that energy too. But I think that it was more like pieced together over a long period of time versus like this this record. We did so much of it just playing as a band. And I think that was like the intention and i i hope that comes across you know like it sounds like you're you're in a room with the band as opposed to like something that's being structured right yeah i feel like it does definitely does come across at least on practice it does for sure Mm -hmm. uh cool and and uh you know in terms of 2024 do you think you're gonna pull back on some of the the touring a little bit or if you uh, just can pick up where you left off. I think, yeah, probably no no pulling back yet. Yeah. I, think I need to be in it a couple more years before I yeah. can start to do that. But no, I mean, I think we're all pretty excited to like go in full force. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially now that Andy is playing with us. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> we're really excited. Andy, have you kind of always played with Sophia or have you come on more recently uh that's a pretty recent thing I'm trying to remember the first time we actually played together I think it might have been like last spring when we did like a funny cover set together yeah we did Uh, yeah we did like a at a friend's um house show like a cover set of like really random songs (laughs) like the fray um yeah the fray oh wow one of my favorites (laughs) And uh, what's that? Uh, what's that song? A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great song. Uh, that was like the act, the actual first time that we played together. But yeah, I think it's like uh, part of Free Range. Uh, my first time playing with them was on the tour with Rat Boys last fall mm-hmm. uh, in September. So still like relatively new to things. Yeah, sweet, awesome. Yeah, it sounds great and, and definitely looking forward to 
that next album and and seeing also so like uh andy you recorded on this one like you i guess you were part of it from the start then yeah yeah um played guitar and pedal steel um yeah it was so fun uh just getting to do like like sophia said just like so much of it live as a band in a room um it's i feel like a lot of my experience with recording is like not doing that it's all like layering everything mm-hmm. you know of course there's pros and cons to, to either way but i think it's uh i think sophia's music really lends itself to doing it the way we did and it's just got like such a such a like raw and real energy to it and like um i don't know it was it was cool like some of the songs just like just embracing that like live in a room feel and like not doing it to a click and just like the natural push and pull of the tempo and dynamics uh and just like rolling with that and i think that's that vibe is is really cool with sophia's music cool yeah that sounds great uh and i guess as you were recording as you know talking a little transit transition to basketball here were you talking talking hoops at all while you're recording obviously yeah i mean that was actually a very huge part of it um or just sports in general for sure Sure. i mean our so our other two bandmates jack and bailey are not really sports people Mm -hmm. um so we kind of and and the people that we were recording with in texas they're all really really into basketball so like annie and i kind of went down with the intention of like we're gonna get jack and bailey into basketball and i think (laughs) we were successful like we just were watching um bulls games and then mm-hmm. um told them about Wimbanyama and they really loved that yeah um, so, were you down there when they when they played the spurs mm-hmm. yeah oh nice um which is cool we were like we're i mean we're, we're like three hours away <laughs> <laughs> we're so, so close. close to Wimby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> amazing um, but yeah and then you know like the i really like football too so that was oh cool that was a big thing too, like watching the playoff games and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was like a very sports driven um session. There was like one morning too where it was like like midday or or like ten or something and and um I had to record guitar, but I also had to watch the like my soccer team is the Tottenham Hotspurs. Oh, nice. Then, um, they were playing, and so I I had like a stream pulled up like on floor <laughs> while I was playing guitar. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have it going. It's uh, yeah. a source of inspiration. <laughs> really, I didn't I didn't realize you were doing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was really funny. Um, it felt slightly unprofessional, but I think we were all like on the same page. No, you can hear, I, it, you can hear so. it on the take. The, yeah, the, it's the, like the, blaring. <laughs> um, Especially the, take, so. the Premier League uh, announcers, you know, just oh, yeah, <laughs> come, coming through. It. Yeah. You should just, honestly, great. you should just do a sample of like the Premier League announcers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is got to be the one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What if we could hire them, hire them to get on a track? Yeah. <laughs> like ad lib. Yeah. Oh, British, man, that's amazing. British. Uh, soccer ad living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I guess in terms of you know, like, I guess growing up with basketball, starting. I guess I'll start with you, Andy. Like, have you kind of always been 
a sports fan, a, a Bulls fan, I guess when do you have any like early kind of childhood memories like watching the Bulls or anything? Yeah, so I um uh I've been into sports like for as long as I can remember. I think when I was a kid, uh I was like mainly into baseball and like yeah. I played baseball and uh my family's all Cubs fans and uh like I don't know. I'm uh I was three for the last Bulls championship, so I don't remember it, but I all all my like baby pictures I'm in like full bulls uniforms right. basically like um but i think uh for me when i like really got into basketball was the derrick rose mvp season mm-hmm. uh that was that was like i think the most exciting sports has ever been to me uh and derrick rose is probably like my favorite athlete ever uh and I and actually I remember like one of the first times Sophia came over to watch basketball with me. <laughs> I was like, I was just showing them Derrick Rose highlights for like an hour after the yeah. game. We do <laughs> that, you know, as Bulls fans, sometimes you just go down that rabbit uh, hole. Definitely done that again since then too. Yeah, I was like, like watching the same. Do <laughs> and it's like you know, it's like also fun to watch, and then all of a sudden you're like kind of sad just watching it. Oh my god, yeah. for no reason. <laughs> Yeah, I've like Damn. probably watched those videos while crying before. Um, <laughs> but those Bulls teams were so much fun. I mean, and just like, so I don't know, like Luol Dang and Joakim Noah are two of my other like all time favorite players. And mm-hmm. uh, so th- I think like early 2010s is when I really got into it. And I think like since then, I've just sort of like the Bulls are my favorite team for sure. But I'm just sort of like an NBA fan like I feel like at most any game that's on I can find like a reason to want to watch it uh, I do feel like in the past you know maybe five even more years um it that effect has kind of been had in the NBA or like it's become a more generalist uh sport for just audiences like you have your team sure but people I'd say more than any other sport people love watching other teams totally yeah it's like the the players i think i think it might have something to do with just like how few players are on the court at one yeah. time yeah it's like they're like their personality is such a big part of the game mm-hmm. um, and they're just like they're like superheroes <laughs> like totally just already i mean he's only like 20 years old and just the things that he's doing are like that like there's no way somebody should be able to do that. <laughs> yep. I actually I, I saw a clip like right before this of they're playing the Sixers Joel tonight. Embiid. Joel Embiid's yeah, like, dude, yeah. oh, he's taller than me. Okay. He like so, like walked past me, like sized him up and was yeah. like and then just like did the- <laughs> Yeah, I think okay. he like he like prayed or something. Yeah. He literally did a prayer. Yeah, it was really funny. Awesome. Oh um, man, yeah. yeah so I good. feel like just the last handful of years as a Bulls fan, also it's kind of like forced me to watch other teams. Yeah, yeah, because it's been yeah. kind of hard. That's just like being Bulls. a fan of Chicago sports. Is like you have your Chicago team that you'll like always love, and then you have the team that you like follow <laughs> during the season totally. because totally. they like actually are, you know, going somewhere. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I've been having a lot of fun like watching the Timberwolves this season. That, like I love Anthony Edwards. Ant is great. Uh, and uh 
like our, our friend's a big Knicks fan, so we're like by extension, we've been watching a lot of Knicks games. Yeah, too. I actually just sent you a video of like Anthony Edwards doing, um, like a crazy oh, the, off the, the glass. Yeah, I just, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I, I I saw some comments on that, and I'm like, I totally agree with. It's like that. Honestly, might be one of the most Jordan things I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We he were talking so about much. that recently mm-hmm. with like watching uh, Kobe White. And like there, uh, there was just like one. It was like while we were in Texas, there was like one dunk that he did that was like so Jordan, like mm, totally. He had a sick fast break dunk. I remember recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Sophia, what about you? I guess growing up, uh, basketball in your life. Yeah, I mean, I grew up like, kind of like Andy, like a like a general sports fan for sure, yeah. and like, um. I grew up like playing I like I tried to play all sports and then mm-hmm. I like kind of settled on soccer um and grew up a really big Bears fan and um but then my my dad is like a huge Bulls fan because he he's from Denmark and he moved um to Chicago like at the height of yeah. the Bulls and it was just like that was like his experience coming to Chicago was like that being like his thing. And like, I just like, yeah, I grew up with like bear stuff or not bear stuff. I mean that too, but bull stuff like around and like just random bear bulls. Sorry. Yeah. Or, um, that would just be around and, um, and yeah. And then I guess, um, I mean, yeah, I definitely got, kind of interested in the bulls like on my own mm-hmm. with like derrick rose and then um it was just like a thing at school you know like oh sure. we just talk about him and stuff and like um and then yeah i think i was always kind of like on the outside of basketball a little bit like i didn't know totally like how to get into it but i like knew so much about it and then mm-hmm. yeah i feel like andy really like got me there like right when we started to become friends, it was just like the playoffs, like last season. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I just, I feel like it's really easy to get into a sport if you're jumping in during the playoffs. And so yeah. that was like really nice to be able to just like, Oh, see all the best teams right now. And like, just be in it at the most exciting point. And then um, like, you know, kind of it like, fell back down a little bit when the season ended and then this season was like starting and I was just like so ready for it mm-hmm. yeah I definitely like I, I would say it's like a newer thing for me um which is why I felt it appropriate to bring Andy here. yeah well um, I, I do feel like it is also it does amplify like your how much you like it when you do have someone to like kind of share it with yeah and even Definitely. even the passive Instagram of like passing clips back and forth and stuff like that. It's yeah. just like it's it's nice to have someone to share like the appreciation of that sort of stuff. Totally. Yeah. Especially because I feel like I went a long time like existing in like the music world and not having any friends that were like into sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like me like sneaking away to like watch football games and stuff was like. <laughs> I couldn't like do that with anyone else. And now it's like, I feel like now I have like a group of friends that like enjoy sports and it's really fun. Yeah. So exciting finding out uh, when people in the music scene are into sports. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I'll like gasp and be like, Oh my God, 
Let's talk. Let's sit it's, down. It's why I started this because I feel like you you find it's like a chain reaction where you like you oh, find yeah. one person and then yeah, it's just totally. like you're amazed how many people there actually are. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that was our experience like going on tour with um Rap Boys was just like mm-hmm. I mean, I Julie and I like knew each other before the tour and um so it already kind of like discovered that about each other that we both really love sports mm-hmm. and like especially like football and and baseball and stuff and um so yeah that was really fun and we would just be on tour like i just like have this really vivid memory of like one of the first shows like walking off stage and they're like in the green room julia's like watching like college football like on her phone and like really stressed out yeah oh my god we're just like comparing our you know fantasy teams and stuff Julia's but, in my league with it's like an all indie musician no, she's basketball like telling league. Telling me, oh, basketball league too, because there was a football oh, league okay. among musicians, and she was like, "Next year, we're gonna get you in." There you go. Yes. Yeah, Please. she's actually uh, playing me this week and destroying. I mean, it's only Monday, but she's destroying <laughs> me today. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 been a fun thing. This is the first year I'm doing that where I I got like you know. Uh, Richard from Margo and the Nuclear So and So's and like just a bunch of musicians in a league together and it's 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 been yeah, a lot of fun. That's super fun. Yeah, before I did this past football season, I did like just a four person league with like mm-hmm. my roommate and like two his like that's, a, that's an expansive uh, roster like, for a four person league. I know. Yeah, that was like when I showed Julie my team, she's like, I don't understand how you have these players. Right. Like, no, four people in our league. Before that, I'd only ever played fantasy football against my dad. Right. Um, and so, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, you mentioned your dad being from Denmark. I do feel like that was also such a thing of that Bulls team is their global presence and yeah, Michael Jordan expanding the game of basketball. Has he ever talked about like kind of like being um, in Denmark and liking basketball or anything? I'm not sure. I feel like it wasn't really a thing. I mean, I'm not honestly sure, but sure. Um, I feel like he wasn't like, oh, you know, a huge yeah. basketball fan um, when he was in Denmark because he his whole thing growing up and like in school and stuff was track and field. Okay. And then like everyone in Denmark plays soccer, mm-hmm. uh, and that's kind of like the the norm. Um, I don't really yeah. know how much basketball playing is going on <laughs> there, but right. Um, but yeah, it was like you come to Chicago and it's like you know 96 like yeah you're gonna you're gonna end up being a bulls fan i feel like is that when he came here like yeah like 95 96 was like around when he came here and like yeah i mean he he tells me about like how there was like this laundromat that his friends and him would go to and then they'd like drop their stuff off and then next like it was like connected to like a bar and they would go to the bar and like get burgers and like watch the bulls game and then like finish their laundry i was like that's great that it's sounds like, like the most Chicago like, thing ever. Yeah. It's like, that sounds like the greatest outing ever. Like, but Wandermats don't have bars. Yeah, yeah right. Which I'll take. So. I do feel like, too, um, the 92 Olympics in Barcelona also helped in kind of Michael Jordan and all those stars, like, kind of yeah. spreading the global game a little bit. So I'm sure in, in Europe in general, that's that's where it kind of sourced. I had uh, Shiraz from the band Deeper on the podcast, and mm-hmm. he talked about um his his family being from like france and paris and like in in paris like michael jordan was like the hugest thing ever yeah (laughs) so cool yeah that's 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 awesome uh 
I guess in, you know, both of you guys mentioned growing up and you mentioned playing a little bit. Uh, do any of you, do either of you guys still play? When's the last time you like shot around? Oh man. Ooh, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say I, I play like, um, the last time I shot a basketball was not even a real basketball. It's like, um, there is this one when we toured in May and we were, we were opening for a band and playing in like kind of bigger venues. There was this one venue that had, um, like the fucking like arcade, the pop shot. Yeah. There's like a bunch of them. And like, I, I probably spent like five hours doing that. that day. Like got off stage immediately did that. Um, you were getting your reps in. I really, yeah. And it was like me and like, um, I mean like all of us, we were all doing it and like the guys in the other band too. And then like the very next day that the next venue had like an, an actual hoop outside. And I think I shot like, like twice and <laughs> probably missed both. Um, but yeah. The the first time shooting in a long time is like really like eye opening. I feel it, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes it look so easy on TV. I know. I know. Yeah. It's also like well, yeah, I could be at least a seventy percent shooter. <laughs> it's also like, man, my like my arms are kind of sore from doing this. I'm like, like doing one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so crazy. I don't understand. Right. Well, uh, how uh, I guess how active it seems like you you're both pretty active on uh, the Bulls season this year, like paying attention and stuff, right? Yeah, definitely. So I gotta ask, how you how are you feeling about the team? Um, <laughs> it's it's really been a year of ups and downs. I mean, I feel like when they announced Lonzo was gonna miss the season before the season even started, I was like, okay, well, this is a lot. Here we go loss. again. Uh, yeah, and I wanted them to blow up the team last year. I still don't want them to do that. That was like how we started the season was like Andy kept saying that and was like, I want them to lose so that they have yeah. like the worst record. I was like, no, we have to I'm like new and like optimistic. Yeah. And, yeah. You know. Um but yeah, it's pretty funny. But then I feel like, like... You know, without Levine, they've been like <laughs> so much better. Yeah. And they were, they were what like five and 14 or something like that at one point and now they're they're only two games under 500 so i think um, i don't know what the exact stat was but when they have their entire team healthy outside of lonzo obviously their like record is terrible yeah yeah it's, so. it's interesting i mean it's i was like watching a lot of those games just like you know every single game like alone um and like it was like right around when like levine got hurt and i was like yeah, like all these bench players are coming up, and like these games are really fun to watch. Kobe and emerged. Then, yeah, yeah that, Kobe, and then Kobe emerged. Definitely my favorite part of the season. Absolutely. Yeah. That was Just like, like turn, turn into the player that like people hoped that he could become. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Because yeah, even, even last year, even last year, I was feeling like there's nobody on this team I want to keep. Like I don't yeah. don't care. Just keep Caruso, and that's it. But like this year, I'm like, oh, we got to keep Kobe. I want to hang on to him. Kobe is a keeper. Yeah, yeah. And I think even earlier in the season, you know, last year it looked like I guess two years ago it looked like Ao was going to be promising, and then he mm-hmm. he kind of had a slump, uh, even the beginning of this year. But the the past week or so, Ao's looked yeah. really good. 
been awesome. Yeah, I I feel like the Bulls, their young players, are like they do really well when their role is like clearly defined. I think. Yeah. And I think that when they like when Demar and Zach are out there, it really like obscures everybody else's mm-hmm. role because I like I don't know. I'm like a little bit of a Demar and Zach hater, <laughs> but uh, but I'm like, a Zach hater for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, that's the thing, too, is like even when Zach has been out, Demar has been like a way better playmaker and like Mm -hmm. moving the ball. (laughs) And like, um, I don't know. I think like with with all those young players, they really benefit from like not having to watch a superstar dribble the ball for 20 seconds. Yeah. Um, I I think they they work best when they can, like, you don't have to count on one person to be your like clutch player. Like if the shots aren't falling for Demar, you know, at the end of the game, go to Kobe, go to Zach, go to someone else. So yeah. I, they just need to like balance that better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. So so what what do we do with the team? If if we if you're if you're GM, like, are we trading? Are we trading away? I feel like we're getting to that point in the season where we got to decide. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough because you you know we go that week. There's like a week stretch where it's like, oh, we're playing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely uh like a number of players that I that I would, you know, be like, yeah, we could let them go. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I have like allegiance to like Kobe and and in like ways like Caruso too. Like yeah. You know, and, um I'd hang on to Patrick Williams. I mean, yeah. you know, it's let's let's I think there's still something to see there. I think so. Yeah. I mean, so young. Yeah. Uh, and just like the he shows flashes of being so good. Totally. Uh, especially when like again with with Zach out, he's like played more aggressively and like mm-hmm. seems like he's not afraid to like take more shots. And um, I don't know. I, I'm like so on the fence about Caruso because I, I, he's like one of my favorite players. But part of me is like you should trade him to a contender who it's would true. give you draft Do good right value. Now. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, a contender would overpay for him right now. And also, I just want to see him like on a really good team. Yeah, that would uh, totally. be sick. I would love to see him on the Knicks. Oh, uh, yeah. He's such a he's such a Tibbs player. Hmm. Um, just but, you know, ship great. ship Caruso and Levine to the Knicks, and just give me give me those picks. And right, yeah, they already traded uh, Barrett, so he can't get that guy back. But right, yeah, I don't know. I like. I kind of, I would hang on to Kobe and Io, and Patrick Williams. I don't. I think rid of the rest. I think pretty much everyone else is on the table for me. I mean, it's not like you have to trade like Javon Carter. Like you know, you, that's you got to fill up the roster somehow. So it's just like yeah, just just fill the roster and let the young guys play. Yeah, they just <laughs> really need draft picks. Let's um, go to Oklahoma City then. They have so many. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> they're like positioned to be. To like dominate the league for a decade, I feel like it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, um, I guess outside of of being Bulls fans, if you had to pick another team you root for, I know you, uh, Andy, you mentioned the Timberwolves. Yeah, the the Timberwolves and the Knicks probably are like sure. my. I don't know why, but like even even like during the Derrick Rose days, like for some reason the Timberwolves were like my second like. I I loved Ricky Rubio, just like yeah. my like random second favorite player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was I totally bought into the Ricky Rubio hype when he uh, totally. came to us. 
uh like i had a ricky rubio jersey when i was like fourteen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> recently retired yeah yeah um but yeah I, I don't know for some reason i've got a soft spot for the timberwolves maybe it's the cubs fan in me uh yeah and they're you know lovable losers i mean there is a you may not notice this but you're just picking teams that derrick rose played for <laughs> true <very laughs> and uh taj gibson and uh, yeah uh, and then Tibbs is coaching the Knicks, and yeah, <laughs> just follow the Bulls everywhere. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Jimmy Butler played for the T Wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Sophia? Um, I mean, I definitely like root for the Knicks. I would say yeah. I really, really like watching Jalen Brunson, and like mm-hmm. um, that's been fun. Uh, and then honestly, yeah, like the Spurs. Like yeah. I just, it's hard not to want to watch Wendy, like, you know. Yeah, I just want to watch him, and then it's like, I don't know, it's fun. Um, they like mostly suck, you know, but right. But he's just so fun, and I don't know. Yeah, I kind of was like decided to to do that at the beginning yeah. of the season. Um, I whenever they do when it's like it's really fun. Yeah, I do feel like Wembanyama kind of has that that like universal attraction kind of like how the past few years with like Otani and the MLB where it's like mm-hmm. everyone's just fascinated by it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's hard totally. it's hard not to love. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean watching him sometimes like it it feels like you're like watching history. Yeah. yeah. Like, this guy seems like he's gonna be an all time great. <laughs> and like I don't know. I mean it's so early to say that, but he's just like if he stays healthy, he looks right. so dumb. Well, and, the guy can like do yoga and like you know put his face to his feet. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, so the other thing I had I, I kind of sent you guys before is there's like a little segment we do where we try and build a band out of NBA players. Uh, and I don't know if you guys are want to work together or if you each had one, but we whatever you guys want to do, we discussed before. <laughs> okay, okay. You have a collaborative team. All right. Well, let's, yeah. let's hear it. What do, what are you guys thinking? All right. Um, I have it pulled up here. Okay. So we were thinking uh, Jimmy Butler as like the singer and then, um, you know, acoustic guitar also. <laughs> um, I already, I already sensed the twang. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely, well, I described it to Andy as like a, a combination or somewhere between country and power pop is <sighs> this band that we're making. Um <laughs> And then uh, Annie thought it would be really funny to have women Yama on pedal steel. <laughs> <laughs> the limbs, the limbs. Yeah, just the, we definitely the, need like a custom one built for me. So crazy. Um, I feel yeah, like like his really posture, awful. his posture doing that is kind of like the the weird like spider guy from uh, Spirited Away. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> like it would just be like wrong, but like yeah, it would be sick as fuck. Yeah. I mean, he'd be like. <laughs> sitting down and probably still the tallest person on stage yeah <laughs> totally um, it's amazing yeah and then uh kobe uh white on lead guitar it's um, got the energy for sure yeah i feel like he's just like he's sprout. he's bringing the power pop yeah he's yeah, like yeah. i wonder like what like, kind of guitar would he play like i know a... i was just thinking that too um a jangly like strat tone i could see like a mustang Oh, okay. Like that. Mm. Like that would be sick. It was like, (laughs) yeah. 
It's like a white Mustang. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. And then Jokic on base. Totally. Um, I mean, just the like the he's got like the base wristbands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's holding it down. It's like <laughs> punchy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and then, he's doing harmonies too. Oh yeah, definitely singing too. He's like a really like earnest singer. Mm-hmm. Um and then Alex Caruso on drums. Nice. And uh that's our band. I feel like Caruso definitely, I mean, the drums are like the backbone and Caruso is the defensive <laughs> yeah. backbone. We were saying this just like, I don't know, drums, drums is defense. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And uh, uh, yeah. I feel like actually too with Jokic, you know, kind of does fit that country theme because he just wants to go home to his horses. And- oh, he literally <laughs> just wants to go home. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, this is my job. Oh, yeah. Our, we came up with a band name too for them um and, and they're called utah jazz oh there you go absolutely <laughs> yeah. it's got the country vibes i can hear it mm-hmm. that's amazing i love that uh cool so that's that's kind of all i got it's been uh it's been great talking basketball and music with you guys yeah you too this is really fun <laughs> definitely Thanks, i appreciate you coming on and uh i'll definitely you know look be looking forward to the new record when that comes out and we, we're gonna have to get you on for a half court session this summer yeah would love to awesome awesome well thanks again for joining all right thank, thank you, you. So that's another episode in the books. Thank you again to Sophia and Andy from Free Range for joining. Make sure you check out their album Practice and keep an eye out for their new one coming out in 2024. I want to give a special shout out to all of my Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. And if you want to support us, we're at patreon.com slash indie basketball. If you join there, you get access to exclusive half court sessions episodes, early access to this podcast. Uh, and you support us to help us make more half court sessions, which is something we really want to do this year. But once again, thank you all for joining. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and TikTok and, and X. But thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.